When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks. Julius Randle. Dude was in a boot before he came back to play in that Cavs series. I do believe he came back too soon. But even that, he came back, he dominated the Cleveland Cavs series. My question to you is, as disappointed as you are in Julius Randle in this series against the Heat, do you really believe that this Knicks team could have beaten the Cavs without Julius Randle? I don't. Do you really think the Knicks could have gotten this far without Julius Randle? I am not going to sit here today and rip Julius Randle for a sub performance against the Heat because I don't believe they would have gotten that far if it wasn't for him in the Cleveland Cavs series. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Taking your calls, we've got a full bank, so let's get to you. Sean in Queens, you're up. Welcome in. Hey, Anita, thank you so much for uh, dialing me in. I'm happy Mother's Day to everyone at the station and one in New York. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm disappointed in the loss, obviously, but I'm really proud of how the team had fought, especially after Game Four and coming coming back the way they did in Game Five. And they put it all all out there. And I know everyone's ripping Randall, but I do think I'm in the minority. We should keep him. Uh, we have we have not gotten out of the first round without Randall throughout the season without Randall. And you know, he, you know, to say that he didn't care, didn't try. I think is nonsense because this man played on a really bad ankle. And so he does care. He does want to be here. Um, and I do think that, you know, it's – I don't want to give up so much capital uh, into the next off season, But, you know, I think about, well, if we do trade Randall in the package, then I don't think it's going to be enough to – even with Giannis or Luca to just take that next step in getting championship. I do think that – we need to keep Randall and add that third piece, um, especially from three-point line. And I think with Randall, I think the only thing he needs to work on was that, you know, there's so many times in last night's game where I felt like when he was being double teamed, he needed to get the ball out of his hands quickly, and he did not do that. And I think it's just a little mistake. I think he's been progressing every year, but it's a little mistakes I feel like he could work on, and uh, I do think he could win championship with this team. Thank you for the phone call, Sean. Appreciate it. Let's go to Gustavo in West Orange. Gustavo, welcome. Gustavo here. How are you doing, Anita? Thank you for having and me here. I hope I hope you. your dogs are doing well. How are your dogs doing? No, oh, they're they're fantastic. Uh, they're excited to go to the dog park later on this afternoon. They are. That's they great. are great. Thank make you. sure you Thank don't. You. <laughs> make sure you don't forget Mama Mimi's uh, flowers and in. A chocolate-covered strawberries for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so check this out, Anita. This is my point. I agree with you. I don't think the Knicks would have made it so far without the help of Julius Randle. Although I, I, there are certain things that upsets me as well is how much time he takes with the ball, you know, dribbling and sometimes not making the right decisions. Uh, especially when the double or triple team are coming. 
But who can really, really argue the fact that he was a beast under the boards, both offensively and defensively? Uh, he was injured, and I agree with you, too. He, he came too soon uh, after he had the boot. However, we don't even know if he would have made it this far without his presence you know, on the, uh, on the team. Now, if the right deal is available, okay, fine, let's trade him. But, you know, you got to get somebody who is, you know, going to work as hard as he does under the boards. His body language doesn't help him, so that's why, you know, a lot of people, you know, they, they are disgruntled. They really don't like the way, you know, he plays. But he, not for nothing, he's a third-team All-NBA, so he, he might, you know, do a one thing or two on, on the court. Now, I think that Tibbs was a coach. Um, and there's one thing, and I just want you to let me know what do you think. There's one thing that you cannot coach, and it's effort. And for times, periods of times, that was not there on this series, perhaps maybe on the, on, against the Cavs, but not on the Heat. The Heat, if you take their roster compared to ours, uh, you know, you can, you can, you know, say, well, we have a better roster. But they are very composed. They are very well coached. They know their roles. They always look for the right player at the right position. Sometimes we're running all over the place and we couldn't cover them. And that's because they they believe in what they have and they are masters at it. And that goes to show you what kind of coach Spolstra is. And that has nothing to do that Tidge is a very good coach. But at this time, he was a coach by, uh, by Spolstra. I think that, you know, in the offseason, you know, we are the youngest team uh, that made it so far to the playoffs. We, we should be looking into upgrading our roster. Uh, we have the means. You know, we're under the cap. We have draft picks. And, you know, now it looks like many players may like to come to play in New York because something as good is brewing. So, you know, we got here this far. Uh, I wasn't expecting it, although uh, I thought at one time that, you know, we were going to make it all the way up to, the, you know, the Eastern Conference Finals uh, and play for the championship. But that didn't happen. But you got to, you know, take the good uh, and try to improve on the bad. And the good is that we are a young team and we have a lot of assets and uh, we're wrecking to be dealt with, you know, in, you know, coming forward. So thank yeah. you very much again. And um, I'll talk to you soon. Gustavo, thank you so much. I, I, I don't know about you guys. I, I just feel like Gustavo and I just had like a, a personal phone call on, on a phone line, right? It, it kind of sounded that way, right? It, was, it didn't sound like Gustavo was on like sports talk radio, right? He was like calling me as a friend and like venting about his his Knicks team didn't kind of feel that way for a minute there I was just like wait a minute am I still on radio or is it like Gustavo like a, a buddy of mine yeah I thought the same thing I'm surprised he didn't bring up his own Mother's Day plans or any pets that he might have or if he's taking any bets tonight or whatever um, yeah that was wild yeah yeah just just got that sense let's go to Dan in Queens Dan welcome in Anita, how you doing? I'm upset with two people this morning. I'm upset Uh-oh. with the coach, Tibbs, and I'm upset with Stephen A. And let me tell you why. Why didn't Tom and Tobin share the floor with Randall at any point during the season? Points in the paint. 
all of this. The other guy dunking on them. Why? They only have two forwards on their roster. The guy, uh, Tobin only played 11 minutes, scored seven points. That's more than Grimes and Robinson put together. We had the roster. We don't need anyone. It was bad coaching. And Stephen A. didn't see it. All series, he's a New York guy. He was diehard. Nobody. I, spoke, I called the radio stations for all week asking, one time let them share the court. At no point during this season, uh, during this series, did you feel confident in the New York Knicks that you kind of knew they were going to lose. The coach didn't try to just change the rock, change the rotation. All he had to do was put in Tobin and Randall with Robinson, especially when Barrett went so cold. And when they got in foul trouble, you never saw Tobin the whole season come in with Randall. I don't know why. If you could explain to me why they didn't at least try, it would have saved the season. The Knicks, Knicks, I'm telling you, they could have beat Boston. I believe. I believe they could have beat Boston. I don't know. They should be in the championship. We had the roster. We had the players. Tobin would have been another offensive option. What's going on? Talk to me. Somebody, somebody in New York tell me why Tobin didn't play with Randall at least once. I know Randall didn't give the effort at times. He's a superstar player. I love him. I love the whole team, to be honest with you. They're athletes. They're going to go cold. But come on. It's a coach. I don't. I, I do. I will. I will say this. I will say this, Dan. Uh, game. Game five. Right. Game five. We saw Toppin play uh, some significant minutes. Um, I, and, and and with all due respect, Dan, I, I disagree with you. I, I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe that this is a Knicks team that has the roster, especially with quickly being out and Julius Randle not being a hundred percent. And the physicality that the Heat came with, and with all due respect to Tibbs, I, you know, I, I just because here's this is this is a Heat team again without Hero, without um, Oladipo, and still performing. So um, I just I just I, without saying out coached, right? Because I do believe that Tibbs did a good job this postseason. Um, but Eric Sporcher did a better job. So I guess one would say outcoached. Let's go to Pedro in North Bergen. Pedro, welcome in. Anita, good afternoon. Uh, first, happy Mother's Day to your mom and all the beautiful mothers out there tomorrow. Thank you. Uh, it sounds like a lot of frustrated uh, Nick fans today, and I'm one of them. Um, I will say a couple points. To me, I think – his time is done. I think a lot of the, the issues with the Knicks roster is coaching. Um, I think that he did a poor job with his rotations. And, and I think at the very end, he just ran these guys to the ground. Um, there is no way you can make a lengthy payoff, playoff run with an eight, nine-man rotation. And that's the difference between – us and the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat roster is not any more talented than ours. It's just Spolstra did a masterful job in keeping guys fresh. Another thing, I had an argument with your producer that, to me, I, I, it's unfathomable that Derrick Rose did not have any playing time mostly this year. I just looked at his stats the last two years, albeit short. He was averaging 12 and 14 points per game, respectively. You mean to tell me that that guy cannot do what Kyle Lowry was doing and give us at least 8 to 10 points off the bench? Come on. I mean, I get it. Kyle Lowry is a champion, but Derrick Rose is an MVP. He's an athletic guy. And I don't want to hear that these guys are 
don't play defense. Look, not every team has all defensive players. Um, there's ways in coaching for you to hide players. Secondly, the, the, the trade proposition for Giannis is ridiculous. There's no way I would do that. If you need an example, look at the, look at the Phoenix Suns. Depleted their whole roster to bring in KD. They have no firepower. There's no way that the Knicks should do that. I think what the Knicks should do in this offseason is find specialists. we got to find guys that know how to hit the three ball, that are really good spot-up shooters. And lastly, there, there is coaching to fix Julius Randle in thinking that he's, from a, he's a point guard to bringing him down in the block. That is his area, and to me, that is coaching. And that is something that Tibbs hasn't done well. Thank you, Anita. Have a great Saturday. You got it. Uh, what Pedro's talking about, if you missed it, uh, Bobby Marks was on with us not too long ago. I asked him if he was the general manager of the box, what would it take uh, for him to even open up the lines of communication for a trade with the Knicks? He said R.J. Barrett, Grimes, Quickly, Robinson, and five first-round draft picks. Five. Count them. 800-919-3776. What say you? We get back. We'll continue with your calls. Richard, Ray, Andy, Mike, hang tight. Anita Marks with you on the Saturday afternoon here on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. By the way, I know I, I shared this before. The pickleball bug has bitten me big time. Even to the point, guys, I've ordered my pickleball net, my pickleball, um, uh, it's, it's not really tape, but it's like this like hard rubber that you could put down if you want to create your own pickleball court on a tennis court with the, with the dimensions and whatnot. I, I've I've got six rackets. I've got a ton of ball. Like I am like I I'm like I'm I become in a month. I become Miss Pickleball over here. Okay, I know I'm tardy to the party, but boy, uh, am I all in and well, uh, and and I'm 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 loving it. I'd I'm, be later than you to the party. Just curious. are you playing? No, just out of cur- just out of curiosity. If I wanted to mm-hmm. play and I get yep. the same bug as you. What am I, I like? How much does a pickleball racket cost? How much am I, you know, what's the investment I'm going to be in for here? Um, well, I mean, your 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 pickleball your your rackets could be anywhere between twenty five dollars to fifty dollars. It's not terrible. So there's that. Um, you want to make sure that you've got a, a good quality ball, but wherever you go play pickleball, you know, if you're playing in a park with a lot of people, then. Typically, there'll be people there that, that have, you know, the, the real good 
ball that has the smaller holes as opposed to the bigger holes. And um, I am locked and loaded, baby. <laughs> Where do you guys come up with this? And is that what I sound like? Interesting. Um so um so it's it's not it's not a hefty it's not like a hefty financial commitment to start playing pickleball here here, i i will say this here's another thing that i really i'm really enjoying about pickleball is the community you know i've met uh, in in a short period of time again i've just started playing i'd say a little over like a month a little over a month but like the people that i have met um have been phenomenal it's just it's such a great community out there And and i'm in hoboken so we've got six courts uh, here in, in our area in Hoboken, Newport just opened up a few courts right on the water overlooking New York City. It's beautiful. Uh, you know, you could find courts everywhere. But uh, one thing that I'm thoroughly enjoying is the pickleball community because I, I'm new. I'm trying to learn. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, God bless, genetically athletic. So I'm picking things up quickly. And another thing that I'm finding is that, you know, those that are out there that are more advanced than I am, they're, they're eager to work with me you know, dink drills and, and doing stuff like that when, when a game is not happening. So I just think it's a really, really great community out there and I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. So big shout out uh, to all you pickleballers out there. I am now one of you through and through. Uh, by the way, comedian Desi Banks is coming to the Town Hall Theater on Friday, September 15th. Be caller number... Oh, I don't know. It's my favorite number eight right now at 888-987-ESPN, 888-987-ESPN. And you'll score a pair of tickets for full contest rules. Go to ESPNNewYork.com brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Um, gentlemen, I, I've, I've never heard of Desi Banks. Do you guys? I, I'm and, and I love I think I shared with you last week. I went to a comedy show. Uh, do you guys have you are you aware? Do you know this comedian? I don't. Uh, I'm going to have to do some YouTubing after the show to catch myself up on one Desi Banks. Because like you, I also love stand-up comedy. Yeah, I love stand-up comedy. Um, I love going to shows. It's so fun. So uh, anyway, we're giving away tickets. So make sure you call in and get a pair. 800-919-3776. Let's take some more calls before we've got Cynthia Freeland, who's going to be joining us at 1.30 uh, I want to just switch gears just for a second. I don't want calls to go away because I know everybody wants to talk about the Knicks. Obviously, the biggest storyline. But also, the NFL schedule was released on Thursday. And, and I, I'd like to have a discussion with Cynthia about the Giants and the Jets schedule looking forward to next season. Um, 800-919-3776. Uh, let's go to Andy in Queens. Andy, welcome in. Hey, Anita. How you doing? So glad Great. to speak you. Love the show. How you doing? Thank you. Um, uh, so, Anita, that trade proposition that the person was talking about earlier sounds ridiculous for Giannis. I Listen, I would love to have Giannis in New York. Don't get me wrong. But I don't want a mellow 2.0. I'm so sorry, but I don't. And another thing, you, you're throwing quickly in there. Oh, wait, you're, you know, you're, wait, time out, time out. You're, you're bringing bad luggage to the relationship, Andy, right? Like, <laughs> really, are you, you can't compare Giannis. Giannis was top three in the MVP voting for the last few years. Like, you I, you can't I, you can't compare Giannis to Carmelo. No, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to do that. But what I'm saying is we we also need right. So Giannis is not going to do it by himself, right? I mean, yeah, Brunson we have Brunson and that's great. But you know, 
what about if somebody goes down? What about if somebody gets injured? Then who's going to be? You, you know, we have to think about all those things. So I, I totally agree with you, and I get everything, and I understand everything you're saying, but it has to be reasonable, though. You know, I mean, you, you could take Barrett or, or Randall, one of the, you know, one or the other, you know, uh, Grimes, you could throw him in there. I don't care if you throw 10 draft picks in there, but then you're talking about giving a quick knee top, and I, I don't know. I just think those are little pieces that we need. You know, we need to, you know, those, those, those pieces haven't been fully developed yet, in my opinion. And Tibbs, you know, haven't they, he hasn't really been doing a great job having them be with their minutes. So there's a lot of things, a lot of factors that come into play with this roster. But I just, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think I just feel that's, that's too much, you know. And listen, I, is it going to happen? Probably not. But that just, it just sounds too much for me. I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. It has to be more reasonable. That's, that's, Andy, thanks for the phone call. Listen, don't don't kill the messenger here. You know, a big reason why I wanted Bobby Marks on the show is to give us some some a reality check in regard to what would it take to bring Giannis here. And he said even just to knock on the door uh, to get somebody to listen. That's what it would take. Okay, eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Ray in Brooklyn. Ray, welcome in. Hey, Anita. Um, thank you for taking my call. Hey, listen, um, the, you prompted me to call, which is obviously the utmost highest compliment to a host. The reason why is because I want to respectfully disagree with you. Uh, Brunson is a go-to guy, so as it pertains to Brunson, um, he was second in the league, only 20 points behind the Aaron Fox who won clutch play of the year before he went down the final six or seven games. He might have overtaken him, might have won that award, and then – Secondly, he proved it again for two years in the playoffs consecutive, this time on the biggest of stages in New York. Now, of course, I take a Giannis, um, you know, not for that package, maybe everything that Bobby Mark said um, and three first-round picks on along those lines. I'm not saying that just because we have what I feel is the number one in Brunson that I'm not open to getting another guy. No, we need another guy. Now, as far as, like, Embiid, oh, my God, this is where you really got me to call Anita. And Bede and the love affair with him and Damian Lillard. Let me just give you a couple of stats. And Bede, this would be the fifth year consecutive, never out of the first or second round, never passed that, right? He's uh, giving 60% of his regular season production this year. He has a big tail off every postseason. He's scoring 23 a game this year versus 33 in the regular season. He can't find the ball when he needs it. He throws everybody and their mother under the bus. As far as Lillard, he's 0-10 in the playoffs in his career against Steph Curry. If you're that great, you can, by mistake, win one or two games a series. This guy can't get it done, and they're, they're, they're masters of manipulation. They create a narrative where it's like, Hey, you know, I love my team. I'm so loyal. I'm not going to leave no home. Boy, you just don't want that smoke in the playoffs. You're tired of being, you know, eliminated and embarrassed. He played with McCullough. And if you remember, Anita, this guy and McCullough were 1A and 1B to Steph Curry and Clay Thompson years ago as far as backcourts. So, like, he, it's not like he's played with nobody. He had LaMarcus Aldridge for two years. 0-10 against Steph Curry. We kill people like Harden. Why did this guy get away with murder? He doesn't. It's not that he doesn't want to stay here's, loyal to his team. Here's he why. And, and smoke. Ray, I, I hear you. You know, here's another thing. I just, I don't, because, I, listen, I love Damian Lillard. I think he's one of the most underrated players in the NBA. I could understand why Stephen A. Smith is screaming at the mountaintop 
uh, for the Knicks to take consideration to bring him here. But um, I, I just feel like I, I don't think a lot of people watch a lot of Canadian Toronto Raptors basketball. I, I just I, I just don't think a lot of people w- have, have spent a lot of time watching Damian Lillard play. Uh, but I, I'm I am I am a huge fan. I am a huge fan. 800-919-3776. Maddie, Mike, Craig, Jones, Richard, hang tight. Uh, I am going to switch gears here, but I am going to come back to basketball. But I thought it'd be great to have Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network on to talk about the NFL schedule release and specifically do a deep dive into the Giants and the Jets. So we're going to do that next, but I promise I will circle back into the Knicks and Knicks talk and take your calls. Anita Marks with you on the Saturday afternoon here on 98.7 ESPN. And is that what I sound like? Interesting. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. That music only means one thing. Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network joins us now on our Saturday afternoon. Cynthia, it's been a minute. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, good time right now. Um, NBA postseason. And weather's changing here in New York, so it means I'm playing a lot of golf. And oh, and oh, by the way, I've like I've been bitten by the pickleball bug, so I am like oh. I am all I am all in with pickleball, girl, girlfriend. I feel like you would be like a nasty pickleballer. Like I feel like I watched you play football, so you know I, I went back and got, got some YouTube clips of that. I, I I'm gonna need to see this pickleball in live and in the flesh. Yeah, I, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I, I'm, 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 I'm okay. I'm okay. For some, here's the thing. Here's the positive thing. When I play with people who've been playing for a long time and I tell them I've only been playing a month, they don't believe me. So that's a good, so that, that, that gives me confidence. Like, oh, I'm off to a good start. If they don't believe like I've only been playing for a month. So there's, so there's that. Um, I'm sure we'll you're good. So have you, have I, you played, have you played, have you played yet? I have, I'm not great at it, but I like, you know, I haven't played very much, and if I'm very honest, uh, we partake in a few adult beverages before. So I, I would say I've played, but, like, kind of not really. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. All right. Well, let's dive into it. Um, we've been talking about the Knicks. Obviously, I'm sure, as you know, they lost last night to uh, the Heat. Uh, and I've got a full bank uh, of, of Knicks callers who I want to get back to. But I, I thought, you know, it would be great to have you on today because the NFL schedule uh, was released on Thursday, and, and I want to do a deep dive into the Giants and the Jets. 
let's start with the Jets because obviously they're the big storyline. Aaron Rodgers, uh, now the new starting quarterback for the Jets. Um, And I don't think the NFL did them any justice um, starting their season off Monday night against the Buffalo Bills. Your thoughts? (laughs) I mean, look, that's great for us as viewers, but that is a really interesting way to start the season and Aaron Rodgers' career as a Jet. But, look, you have to play, you have to play, you know, Josh Allen twice. And, like, I think it's actually his first time even playing Patrick Mahomes this, like, in, in this season, but in, in general. So, I guess, you know, bring it on, right? Like, it, and on some level, like, it, you kind of have, like, it's the home opener. You have some, you know, some things going in your favor when it comes to that. But if you're going to be the best, you got to beat the best. So, on some level, you, you expected it a little bit. Yeah, but like way to like ease him in slowly. Um, new team, obviously same offensive coordinator that he's familiar with, but uh, new pieces that he's going to be working with. I, I just I think that's not only that, but really rough sledding here the first six games. After Buffalo, they head to Dallas. Then they take on the Patriots, who are 14-0 and against the Jets. Then Kansas City at Denver. Okay, with Sean Payton there, you know they're going to be better. And then the Philadelphia Eagles. And then their bye yeah, comes in at week easy. seven. <laughs> no, this is this is this is a tough this is a tough six games. With that being said, uh what what would you be optimistic about if at the end of six weeks, heading into the bye, the Jets are what? Three and three. Because you gotta remember that this is even though there's a lot of like, you know, the we've seen an influx of veterans, this is a new team playing together and a lot of new pieces. We've got to figure out the O-line. I'm most concerned about the O-line still, mm-hmm. just because even though there are improvements, you got to remember, it takes a minute, like, for a new center to adjust, for all these new pieces. Where is, is Makai Beckton going to be completely healthy? There's just a few things like that that, you know, need to get settled. And so I don't – look, no one in the AFC is going to, like, the, the buy – let's just not even talk about – that could be like a team that's 12 and five, right? To get the buy. So just worry about making the playoffs. Don't worry about anything other than that. Start with that and, and get the, get the flow going, get it together and then finish the season out strong. I think that's like the best prescription for everyone, because again, like Rome wasn't built in a day. You got to like make sure you ease everyone into it. And you know, that's what happens when you move teams. Like it just, it takes a hot second. It does take a hot second. Uh, I just think it's going to be a really, really tough start uh, to the season for them. Then coming off of their bye, they take on the Giants on October 29th. That'll be fun. Um, the Chargers and then at the Raiders, at Buffalo, the Dolphins, which very interesting, the Black Friday. <laughs> so it, here, here's, I think this is so like, oh, so while the women are shopping, the men will be home watching football. I mean, Cynthia, what the is that i i'm i was so there's two things i was thinking of first of all the steelers play <laughs> I mean, the raiders on. this year the steelers play the raiders this year that would have been such a better matchup the two teams that have like black in their jersey colors like first off, oh, second okay. off who shops in stores anymore so like let's be clear like you know it's it's kind of like hey like we're gonna you're gonna be shopping at home anyways might as well like get your shopping done early motivates you to have more family time. I actually think it could be better. Like 
Who goes to a store anymore, Anita? Like, do you do that? No way. I don't. Like, I don't even. Go I don't. To, like, I do. I do Amazon. Like, like I'm friendly with all the Amazon guys. Like, they know me now. They're like, exactly. Anita, I'm pulling up. Come on down, yeah, exactly. get your packages, so, Anita. You don't need to worry about yeah, that. Yeah, they have my like, they have my cell phone number. The Amazon guys. Exactly. So you just all yeah. it means is you have to like you know get up a little bit earlier so you can you know make sure you get it done earlier so that you you know, whatever like. I, no one shops in stores anymore. I think Amazon's smart to be like, you may not be in the store anymore, but you will watch football on our property. <laughs> uh, the last two games for the Jets are on the road uh, at Cleveland and uh, and at the Patriots. Uh, I, I kind of, I don't like that very much. Uh, you know, again, I'm not, and look, Patriots are rebuilding. I don't think that's bad. I think actually to have a division game, like some people don't have division games late. Like so that actually can come down to mattering. And if it's going to be anyone in the division to play, like go play the Patriots this season, right? So, at the end of the day, the AFC East in general has just a nightmare of a schedule. The AFC is a nightmare. The whole thing, like rather be the NFC than the AFC. If they could just trade for a year, that would be amazing. But look, this is in order. Like I said, I actually not. We knew it was going to be hard no matter what, and I actually think the end is pretty favorable especially if they're in a position where they make the playoffs and the positioning doesn't matter that you know whatever they're not with only one buy it's very hard to be in contention for a buy anyway so you know I think like I, I actually don't hate it like it's a hard schedule but it was we knew that already right like we knew it was gonna be a hard schedule we already knew who the opponents were we just didn't know when so um so the Jets have six island games folks that's what they're they're called now island games because they're games that are on their own so we're calling them instead of Jets prime island. time games we're calling well, them island Revis games island right so they're they're used to Revis Island now it's now it's game island right <laughs> Before we start talking about, and again, Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network joining us here on 90.70 ESPN. Before we start talking about the Giants and their schedule, uh, Joe Tippmann, um, drafted by the Jets, uh, they did not get their Broderick Jones. Uh, so they went after Tippmann, who typically played center, but many think that he will play guard. Your thoughts on that draft pick for the, for the Jets? Tippmann is the best interior offensive lineman in his draft. Like, he's really, really good. I loved I mean, look, like, I, I like him at center. Like, who knows where he'll end up playing. This is not my decision. I think having positional versatility is so important, and he has that. It's very hard. Like, the chemistry, you got to remember, Aaron Rodgers makes his O-lines better. Like, he actually, like, there are, go watch, if you're a Jets fan, go watch, and I'm not being mean to anyone that played, maybe played, you know, right guard for the the Packers last season, but they had a lot of issues along that line. And Aaron Rodgers really negated many, many of them. So at the end of the day, like the O-line will be helped by the fact that Aaron Rodgers is so stinking good at figuring out how to help his O-line. So I, I think wherever they put him along that line, that's great. He's an excellent player. And, you know, you have to remember, like I, I've, heard the, I've heard the argument from Jets fans that like maybe he was put on his bum a little bit too often. But the reality is, is his quarterback may have, held on to the ball a bit too long. So go time, take a stopwatch, and time count. And if it's much past four, then it's really not on him as much as it is on his quarterback. So remember, just context really matters. And Wisco, that's what you call Wisconsin, right? That's, that's how you know you're, like, from the Midwest. You get, get that lingo in. That's how you know that it's 
it's like it's a good program. That's a program that turns out a lot of guys who really are good at the O-line positions. So I think it's a wonderful pick. Again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here. Let's turn our attention to what's going on with the Giants. Uh, they start the season on an island. They have five island games. Um, their one is uh, that they kick off is Dallas here at home on Sunday night on NBC. And then they're on the road twice. Here's what I don't like about the Giants schedule. Seven of their first 11 games are on the road. Yeah. And then like in November, they're at Las Vegas, at Dallas, at Washington. They have three road games um, in a row, which, which I don't like either. But at the end, they have two home games against the Rams and the Eagles, and I'm sure that Eagles game will amount to something. Uh, your thoughts on the Giants' schedule? I mean, I actually, I don't, I mean, look, there are five teams that have three uh, row games in a row, um, so they're not the only team that has to contend with this. Sure, it's not ideal, but, <laughs> you know, when your division is good, it's going to be hard, even if it's home or away. But the reality is, is I, I think that this Giants' schedule, it, it's, Look, you don't. As a fan, I want to see Dallas Week One. As a like a you know a fan of football, but as a Giants fan, maybe would like to have a, a couple more weeks to kind of get that in check with some of the additions that they had on that Dallas team. But I mean, I think that this is a manageable schedule. I think the Giants will overperform based on. I think they're slated for. I, I think I saw like seven and a half wins. I think that's a very low number. So I think that it's it's an interesting. It'll be an interesting um, situation and. You know, I, 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 I don't mind it. Like, I, it, we knew, again, we knew the opponents already. The order, of course, nobody wants that many away games in a row, but I don't mind that you're playing the Rams late in the season. I, don't, I think the Rams are in rebuilding mode. That's like a, that's a nice one. If a potential playoff, you know, if you're in playoff contention and you're there, like, that's a nice game to, like, you know, of course, Aaron Donald's always a problem, but, you know, you can kind of game plan for some of the other things and get it, get it back into a, a place where you're feeling good and strong, maybe heading into the postseason. So, again, given that we already knew the opponents, this is not the worst-case scenario. They get their bye week in week 13. Um, Darren Waller Waller has a revenge game against the Raiders on November 5th uh, in Las Vegas. Um, Last (laughs) thing for you, uh, Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver from Tennessee, loved that draft pick for the Giants. Uh, He was one of my favorite wide receivers coming out. I can't can't wait to see what he can do. Uh, with uh, with Daniel Jones and Darren Waller, thoughts? Love. He's like to me, like he's like Gabe Davis, right? Like maybe they're they're different types of players, but that Gabe Davis role, right? Like gets all the way down the field. We know he's got elite elite speed, mm-hmm. so leverage that elite speed to create more than you bargain for. And by the way, even if he's not the guy who's the subject of the target, he, like he is the guy who will spread the defense. And that makes more room for everyone else. So it's a really nice fit, all things together. And it even makes more room for Saquon. So there's a lot of positives there. Stretching the field is always a good thing. The more you almost can't have too many guys who stretch the field like that, creating more space, especially from a guy who came from that spread offense. And we know that's what Tennessee likes to run. So it's a really, it's a really good fit for a guy like Brian Dable, who absolutely knows how to make best use of a guy like him. Love it. And love you, my friend. Thank you so much, Cynthia Freeland. Um, Absolutely. Have a fantastic weekend and happy Mother's Day to you and your beautiful mom. Tell her I appreciate all yes, the follows and, and likes on social media. Her too. <laughs> you got it. You Mary, got it. I love you. All right. Bye. <laughs>
<laughs> Take care. Cynthia Freeland does a phenomenal job on the NFL Network and is so gracious all the time joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, week one, we kick off the season. The Detroit Lions, hefty expectations for them this season, that's for sure, uh, against Kansas City. Some of the best games in week one, the 49ers against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who's going to be quarterbacking the 49ers in week one? I don't know. Sam Darnold? That's who I put my money on. I don't think Purdy is going to be ready. And Trey Lance ended up being Trey Lance. Uh, the Miami Dolphins going up against the Chargers. Tua against Herbert. Hey, now. The Eagles going up against the Patriots. I'm intrigued with the Patriots this season. They hire Bill O'Brien. They finally have a legit offensive coordinator for Mac Jones. What is that going to equate to? Uh, of course, as I said, Sunday night, Dallas in the Giants. Monday night, the Bills in the Jets will be a fun week one of the NFL season. We come back, we'll continue with your calls. Maddie has a pickleball question. Hmm. Craig, Jones, Richard, hang tight. We'll try to get to all of you next right here on 90.7 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Uh, listen up, baseball fans. ESPN New York is giving you the chance to travel with the home team when the boys from the Bronx visit L.A. So you and a guest could catch a game and enjoy round-trip airfare, two-night hotel accommodations, 200 bucks in spending money. Woohoo! For official rules and to enter, visit the ESPN New York app or click on the Travel with the Home Team. It's all brought to you by the engagement experts at London Jewelers, 800-919-3776. Let's go to Maddie in Florham Park. Maddie, welcome in. Hey, Adina, how are you? Great. Uh, hey, uh, before I get to my pickleball question, I want to make a comment. I think the leftover turkey and Black Friday with the NFL is going to be a big hit. Um, now, with pickleball, I love golf as much as you do. But let me ask you this question. It's a beautiful mm. Sunday morning in August. No you way. have the opportunity. You have the opportunity to mm-hmm. play golf at Balion or pickleball mm. on the Hudson. Which one do you choose? No, oh, I'm I'm golfing at Balion. Are you kidding me? Come on, come <laughs> on, Maddie. Come on. So. Hey, happy happy Mother's Day to your mom in Miami. I always I always enjoy when you when you have her call in. Take care, Anita. Thank you, Maddie. I appreciate it. Uh, Mommy Mimi is going to be on with me tomorrow. Uh, I'll ask her. what. It, it's so funny. So she sees me. She watches me on uh, on Daily Wager. I'm on Daily Wager about three nights a week, ESPN 2, uh, 6 to 7 p.m. And she'll every every time I'm on now, she'll text me. I, I don't know anything about the NBA. Talk NFL. Well, what, I mean, what, what can I talk about right now, Mom? Like, you know, it's, it's, I don't know anything about the NBA. But she's so invested now on the Miami Heat. She texted me this morning. Miami Heat won. When do they play again? So, um, so <laughs> I'm curious. This is going to be fun. 
Uh, Joe, I know you're working tomorrow, as I always tell you. Make sure you've got your finger on that dump button, please. 800-919-3776. Let's continue with your calls. Uh, Let's go to Craig in Westwood. Craig, welcome in. Hi, Anita. Uh, You know, happy uh, Saturday. Happy early Mother's Day. Uh, You know, a couple of points I just wanted to make in regards to the Knicks. Uh, You know, it was pretty much obvious, you know, during this series that we, we need more shooters. You know, I understand we have a lot of young guys on our team that were inexperienced. Uh, you know, a, a few things with that, you know, I, I feel like some role players we could definitely get in the off season. We have enough draft capital and everything to do so. If we even need to trade for a second-tier shooting guard. Um, Julius Randle, on the other hand, as much as I love him, uh, you know, or have loved him during his tenure here in New York, I think it's just time for him to go because he – doesn't fit the mold of what this team is being built around, and that's obviously J- Jalen Brunson now. You know, he you could see his body movement on the court, his lackadaisical, you know, passes at times during the playoffs, you know, and even in the second round, and his horrible shooting choices, specifically last night, almost had me screaming at the TV. Uh, you know, and yeah, I know Brunson did turn that ball over, you know, us down by two. But you can't blame the guy. He played his heart out last night. It was a really, really tough loss. But I thought I'd be more upset today. But I, I, I could sit here and say the Knicks had a great year. Uh, you know, I don't think Thibodeau needs to go. I think he's still a great coach. I think he still has to make adjustments. But, you know, they, there are times that I feel like certain players, you know, need to be sat down. You know, I don't care how much they make. So you have a better possibility of winning the game. And I think that was obvious with Julius Randle last night. Um, you know, R.J. Barrett, you know, just had a bad game. He's had a good playoffs. He's only 22. So I would not trade R.J. in a second. I would rather get rid of Randle and bring in a guy like O.G. or, you know, um, maybe a guy like, you know, somebody that can shoot and and is going to play good defense and not going to be a problem specifically for the younger guys going forward. Craig, thanks for the phone call. Let's go to Jones in Queens. Jones, welcome in. Yes, how are you doing? I'm Anita. Um, I wish he was talking to uh, Bobby Marks about Jalen Brown, because uh, if um, Boston lose this series, he'll be disgruntled and probably want to go uh, somewhere else. What do you think? Yep. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, I, I know, and Jones, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. You know, there was, there was some discord, um, there between Jalen Brown and, um, and Tatum, um, last year. And then they were able to really bring it together. And we saw how offensively uh, that tandem really worked extremely well. And then don't forget this off season, uh, the, Boston Celtics were in the discussion for the KD trade. And part of that deal would have been Brown, which I thought for sure would have not sat well with him. So, you know, interesting, you know, again, as I was talking to Bobby, I I shrugged my my shoulders, like who's going to win tomorrow between the Boston Celtics and the 76ers. Whenever I, I, I feel true conviction for one team winning, the other one does. So it just, my own opinion how Jalen Brunson or how James Harden goes is how the 76ers goes. And you just don't know what Harden we're going to get tomorrow. So I, I, I don't know. I just don't know. 
Uh, well, we do have Joe Wiz, who has his own gambling show here on 98.7 ESPN, who's going to be joining us next. Maybe he's got a pick and play for tomorrow's game. Uh, we'll hear from Joe. We'll kick off hour number three, and we'll continue with your calls. Alex, Richard, hang tight. We'll get to you as well. Anita Marks with you on the Saturday afternoon here on 90.7 ESPN.